Welcome to Well Played Podcast, the show on all things playful and joyous in education. I'm your host, Michael Matera, sixth grade teacher, author, and speaker. Well Played is part of the On Podcast Media Network. Definitely check out some of their podcasts. Always a good listen. Today we have with us Jeremy coming back for Boss Battles in the Classroom, part two of Question Mark. Don't worry, won't be next week, but I'm sure we're going to talk about it again. Before we get into it, I'm going to have everyone stop right here. If you didn't listen to last week's episode, listen to that one. And then on your car ride home, listen to this one because they're both a treat. This is me somewhat believing that this is going to be a treat. We haven't done this one, but all right. So, but now for those of you that are returning now to this podcast on your commute home, uh, Jeremy, if you can kind of introduce yourself yet again, but remember they heard you this morning. So that's right. So, so welcome back all of you. Uh, yeah. So my name is Jeremy Cedarquist. I teach in the central Valley of California. I teach eighth grade math. Um, what else? Uh, yeah. So, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I've, I've not stumbled like this before. <laughs> what's, what's one of your favorite games to play? Favorite games to play. Well, we we're, were just chatting second chance before we started. So I've been doing that with game club at my school and that's been a lot of fun. That was, that was a good one. I did that one on my YouTube game sort of let's play. I haven't done one of those in a long time. But that was a yeah, fun. Those were awesome. That was that's a fun where one. I got it from. Nice. Uh, all right, so we're going back to the boss battles here, uh, and the reason we kind of had a back-to-back podcast on this, people, you'd think it's because boss battles are amazing. You might think it's because there's so much to talk about. Both those would be correct, but not correct in why we chose to talk about it two weeks in a row. We chose to talk about it two weeks in a row because last week we didn't get to the actual topic we wanted to get to. And that's just that's just how we roll when we when we have good conversations, right, Jeremy? That's right. So uh Jeremy had worked on kind of a new sort of system for his boss battle and I, he had mentioned it and shared it out on an XP lap and I was like, Oh, this looks awesome can we do a podcast on it? He was like, sure, let's do that. And then we never talked about it. So, <laughs> but we talked about a lot of other stuff, boss battles, and that was really cool. It's so. true. So let's, let's, let's kind of have you tell us this, this new system you used. So in, in all fairness, though, and you mentioned, you know, sharing it out on XP lab in all fairness, this idea did not originate with me. You know, I've, I've seen lots and lots of other, uh, Game of Fires do this. Uh, Adam Powley has uh, a spreadsheet-based system that he does his his uh, boss battles with. That's really awesome. Um, I know that uh, uh, Ryan Stevens does his boss battles this way. Um, so I I just kind of shifted and, and jumped it on jumped on the standing on the that. shoulders of giants. That's right. That's right. And uh, you know, like it is cool how like how much better we all are, you know, we kind of cross pollinate ideas and we all put our own little spin on it and then share it back out there. And then usually it can come back to you and, and get a better version of it and, or a different version of it and make you think about something different. So it's pretty I think cool. that's what I absolutely love about the XP lab community. Uh, everybody's a bunch of doers and sharers. So, uh, I mean, I'm a little biased here. 
it is probably the chat I have gone to the most in my life. Uh, but I do like it. Like every week, people are literally like giving true suggestions. Here's here's an activity I've ran. Here's items I've used. Here's how I do my boss battle. And either you can take some of those things wholesale or you learn something from it and it informs how you do a boss battle or how you create items. And uh, it's just a wonderful community. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so let's, let's the, hear, hear this like idea that has been money laundered through the entire XP lab community. That's, <laughs> that's exactly it. Um, so basically the, the, what I said is my, my boss battles have, have been promoted. Uh, so we talked a lot last week about doing boss battles as a review. Uh, and that's still great. And, you know, inspiration from last week i'll still probably drop in some reviews drop in some mini battles with 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 that same format but this year boss battles really in my class are going to be living in the assessment like actual test sort of category uh so what i've done is i've set up a google form and uh, it's got a picture of the boss in it i put like a link to a youtube video for with some music on there you know i have a uh, Eye of the Tiger was what we did for our, our first two, you know, so yes. the kids could play that and have that playing. And so they go through the questions, they answer the questions. And apart from, you know, having Eye of the Tiger playing and a picture of the boss there, right? Otherwise, it's, it's pretty much just a regular test, right? They fill it out, they turn it in. Uh, and then when they turn it in, that information gets pulled over to a spreadsheet with uh, a picture of the boss again, although I, I made him a GIF on here, so he's kind of like moving around a little bit. And then he's got the health bar up there. And so uh, once the, once the student turns in their, 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 their battle, right, the health bar goes down a little bit. Uh, and then they've got a health bar too. And uh, for every, all the wrong questions they get, their health bar goes down a little bit. And, uh, and so it was, it was kind of a fun twist. Um, I, and, and what, what kind of got me going on this in this direction was that uh, I'm full full digital. And we mentioned this last week. Again, I know we're repeating everything. You all listened to this this morning, right? But That's right. We're, I'm, I'm full digital. Uh, but it was after year. a long work day. So just a That's light true. reminders, okay. Yeah, light reminders. That's right. <laughs> um, so we're full digital this year. And so I've kind of got like my my – my, my, my lens turned towards, can this go asynchronous, right? It, can it be something that we can do together, but can it be something that my students can do separately? And so the first time I ran this, I actually did it on our asynchronous day where, where we meet, you know, in web meetings four days of the week and have one day that, uh, that they're have an independent at home assignment. Um, and so I just put that on Google classroom it, put the Google form into lock mode. So when it opened up, they couldn't access any other tabs. And, uh, and then it was kind of fun because then I could go through the day and watch the boss's health slowly drop through the day. And like, I was more engaged in this asynchronous test than I've been engaged in one of their tests in quite he some time. He uses the word engaged. What he means to use is distracted. <laughs> Hey, but but I'm just I'm checking my students' test scores here. That's right. Like, That's right. Like, this professional responsibility. That's right. I dig it. <laughs> um, but it was it was really fun. I even I uh, I at one point because you know I w wasn't going to be seeing them through the day, jumped on uh, and did a quick Loom video and threw some some like news anchor music in the background and was like this boss battle update and like went through and said where everyone was at and then posted that on classroom and that's fantastic so, it was really fun 
good good use of loom too I, i'm a big fan of loom uh so this this system here you've used it so far once this way right twice now twice so the second time i did it um i did it in in class well in class right so over web meeting altogether. although even with that um because i had the form and lock mode I had so I think all my students had to log out of the meeting to take it and then log back in because it didn't let them have those multiple tabs open, um, which you know wasn't a big deal. Uh, but still, but then I could, you know, do some of that commentary, you know, with this with the students that were there. I could play some music over the meeting, you know, and and all all of that. So uh, I'm a yeah. big fan of those little additions. Um, I'll definitely tell people like when I run a boss battle. In my class, um, music is a hundred percent important for me. I I have a Spotify account, and I always like look up epic music, and there are all sorts of like CDs. That's not a thing. There's also the there's all these playlists, <laughs> playlists of epic scores and stuff, and you put that on, and instantly like the room gets like tense the room gets like yes all right we're doing this um huge fan of that um but i i've never done sort of a digital boss battle in in that like having the the digital component where you know you see a bar graph changing you see like stats changing before your eyes i could see this being pretty engaging for students like i'm trying to think of post pandemic if that if that world actually exists someday in the future um but it will someday 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 right i do like yes <laughs> sorry my mind was just like there's like eight jokes went in my head and i'm like no we don't have to do pandemic jokes but um yeah so i think that could be really fun right like you could put that up on your screen it would be a little bit like you know, any of these things like GimKit or Kahoot to see that sort of live happenings. Uh, I think that's pretty awesome. For me, one of the things that I struggle with with automated bosses is how to create like flexibility in what my bosses do. So each of my bosses, I try to give like a unique spin to it. And then that's where the coding slows down gums down i like oof like it just like i know how to code it to like subtract five because they roll the five or whatever but uh yeah if i want like five to be a special number in this boss or maybe this boss we talked about last week i have one boss where it's like their hit points really low but if they get it wrong like two more spawn and so it's it's really just like whack-a-mole there's like <laughs> one boss turns into 20 bosses or whatever uh but i don't know how to like code that into like an automated system yeah yeah you know and i i think going back to our conversation last week we, we you mean this morning for some of our that, listeners that's right this morning this morning so so and thank you all for sticking with us. You know, this is a, it's a lot of Michael and I you're listening to today. So thank you for that. Uh, but we, we talked about like the scalability of boss battles, right? And we talked about how uh, you, you know, like I said, I started really small. Like, I didn't even use dice at first. It was just subtract a raw amount. And really that's sort of where I'm at with this 
Google Form version of it. And now that I've done it a couple times now, there's some things that I've already got in my brain to tighten down. Like I want to make it so that some of those fields are a little bit easier to edit in terms of the health points of the boss, in terms of this number of students and some of those setting pieces. But also now I can start to think about something like, okay, well maybe, maybe I could have a die roll at the end of the quiz. That's a, a die roll question, right? And they can pick a number one to six and they don't know that that's going to be a role necessarily, but maybe we could have different, things happen assigned based on that. And so there's some player choice, some player interaction there, or maybe it could be uh, do you, as simple as, do you want to roll dice A or do you want to roll dice B, right? And then we could have displays for the two different dice A and dice Bs. And and so again, it's kind of like we, we start with with where, where we're at and then, and then can build from there. Uh, one mechanic that I used in, uh, in this first one that I made though, is I put two columns basically that were you know, I think I called them endurance and attack, something like that. But they're just basically places where I could either add more attack against the boss or add more health for the student. Uh, and so with those, I actually use those kind of as, as hints. Um, at, at the point where we were doing these boss battles, I hadn't given any students any cards yet, but I had three Easter eggs hidden on the map that we that I had made for them. And so I put two questions in the boss battle intentionally saying, uh, do you have uh, an item to play to add endurance? Do you have an item to play to add attack to kind of like give them a hint like, hey, guys, there's some items out there for you to find. Uh, and and so with with even that basic mechanic, you could, especially if you're in person or even if you're, you know, kind of that second scenario, I said that where you're, you're together, even on a web meeting, you could you could have a component where. Uh, you could randomly select a student to roll a dice for additional attack or to add add some attack in there that that you could do manually uh, that's more flexible maybe than the rigid system, you know? Yeah, so for me, I mean, this sounds awesome. Like, I can't wait to hear more of how you sort of develop it, tweak it. Uh, like you said, make some of those variable boxes a little easier for everyone else to sort of plop in and use but i think with each iteration it gets it gets a little better a little smoother uh and this sounds like a great place actually for people to start because it is like a nice simplistic system with the same like i don't know look and sort of feel of some something that's more complex right because there's these these things happening in the background that's super cool uh, i love that you could do the updates throughout the day like with the asynchronous uh, setup. That's something I haven't tackled. Uh, one of the features I would suggest for people if they're going to try their hand at a boss battle, I don't know if I should say this. I don't know, man. I'd, I'd say we should ask the audience, but I don't. It's I think the audience would say you have to now because you alluded to it. So now you like you this you, you gotta share. It's a must. All right. I'm curious if anybody would have voted to not hear it. I guess don't say anything. But if you were to vote to hear it, you know, drop a comment on the YouTube. This is episode thirty. Um, okay. So for me, my tip is I really like to go. I do this a lot in my classroom 
with things that are low to no prep for me as the designer uh, and kind of offload that because I know my content so well, right? So one such example this year, I decided to make my boss battle a little different uh, than than I had done in the past. And I, I sort of broke this thing up into several engagements that they had. And that was just my fancy word for like round, right? So we had different rounds. And the first round was taking a quiz and they had to get to a certain percentage. Um, and then we had, if they did that, it unlocked to the next level. But to build the quiz was pretty easy because if you've ever used quizzes, you can like grab questions from other people's quizzes. So, I mean, it took me all of like six, seven minutes to like build a 20 question quiz from around our content. And we played that. And then the second round was, and this is my favorite part, was each group got a blank Google slide. So again, no prep on my part. I just needed to make five blank slides. And then I would give kind of like little round questions for them. So like this round, you know, you have to tell me what's like the most impactful invention from this, you know, society. And then they would have to like build a slide with a cool background, like title, text, info, whatever, in whatever amount of time you give them, three minutes, four minutes, five minutes, they're doing it together as a team. Uh, but again, you get this idea of that's low to no prep for me. I mean, it's just making a blank Google slide. And then the third and final thing is where we actually get to like the boss. I tried to simulate this. I really kind of took the idea from like Mario Brothers, like classic Mario, right? You'd you'd go through all these like mini levels, mini challenges, and then eventually you got to Bowser, you know, in the castle, like on like round three, right? It was like world one dash one, then it was like one dash two, one dash three, and then that's where the boss was. So I kind of took that same idea where you like did these other challenges just to get up to the boss and then insert another example of low to no prep. I mean, other than me making like a fancy background and deciding like a feature that this boss has and setting a health amount, it is truly just, I ask questions off the top of my head from our unit or I have my textbook open and I'm looking at some of the vocab words and it's like, oh yeah, let's ask a question about this. Like, what is this one or what is that one or who's this person? Um, and rolling the dice and trying to get that guy down. But super streamlined in terms of your prep. So this year it seems like 2020 has been kind of a tough year. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call it where it's not over yet. Maybe it'll get better, right? <laughs> we got that couple months left we have so. two months it, we, it could turn around um so uh you know anything to make things a little easier uh and yet the students really like it it's high engagement but again it's like low input from me uh i like that i like that system and i think it's one that anybody could kind of use and try because it's not too too difficult. I did just shoot a YouTube video about this. So if you want to go on my YouTube, I guess it depends when you listen to this, but assuming you are relatively in step with us, it is on my YouTube. Uh, if you look up boss battles, you'll probably find a few things. Uh, so yeah, check that one out. Uh, it kind of goes through it in a little more detail of how I did it and 
created some intense moments. It was fun. Yeah, you know, and I I liked um, that the you mentioned quizzes because there are some good like like tech tools that you can use that uh, could give you like a, a track bar, a health bar of some variety that maybe are a little bit easier to set up than a Google form and a Google sheet. And so that can maybe be a good alternative to, to that and still have that sort of I don't know, team collaborative health bar effect. That's something that I really like with the way I run boss battles is, is that team aspect of it. And something that, that I've really enjoyed with, having my my assessments as as my boss battle is n now kids have more than just their grade as a motivator now they have their peers because they can't beat the boss without their peers right that everybody has to have input even if you get a poor score for your own individual self like there's still some that you've taken down on the boss and it can't be done without you. Uh, and that's something I really emphasized the first boss that we did. Um, you know, it was an asynchronous day. So there were kids that didn't log in and do their work. And so that first time, every class didn't beat the boss. A lot of them were pretty close. But the, in every class, I was able to say, yeah, you know, there was like three or four kids who didn't, actually, I call them knights, right? So it's three or four knights who didn't come to the battle. And we were not successful without you. Uh, oh, and 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 so that's that's kind of cool that's not something that you could say on a regular test that i remember i can't believe i'm about to say this like over a decade ago when i began gamifying like that was one of the first things i recognized was the 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 power of that team that that we see in schools on you know the basketball court the football field mm -hmm. but we like don't see in our classroom really like it's kind of everybody fending for themselves like as long as i get an a who cares about you and it was like all of a sudden in this gamified model there was a an authentic vested interest in you know high tides raises all boats you know like let's mm -hmm. you know so kids i mean i saw i remember kids like studying for quizzes and stuff like that out at recess like with their class like you'd be like what like oh my gosh, like the house of Ramal is all sitting over there by that tree. Like, what are they doing? And you walk over there and they're like, they're quizzing each other on history questions. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's not normal. That's that's so powerful. But you know? like you said, there's all of a sudden this vested interest. Like, we want to do well in the game. We're kind of excited by the storyline of the game. And now I should take, not me, like, but me as a student would want to take time to sort of like, coach up and make sure everyone in my my house is doing well uh so i do like that and w that's a feature i use in quizzes uh they have a, like this bar at the top that's just talking about the class average percent uh in this quiz and so it's a tool i started to use this year in my boss battles where we level one is just basically a lot of vocab a lot of like the lower level thinking questions but it is super important for my class because that's the language I want them to use when we're talking about higher order thinking questions. So it's like, yes, not the coolest questions to ask, but like it does lay the foundation for that higher work. So that's why I always make it level one. Uh, and I, I always put it that they had to get to 90% uh, 
And if they don't, we just keep doing that portion of the battle over and over again. What I'm thinking about adding is an item. I thought of it actually today. By today, I mean like five minutes ago. (laughs) Yes, that means on this podcast, I thought of it. Uh, What about like an item that would give the house bonus XP per percent over the required amount? So, okay, so you're saying like the boss has to be beat at 90%, you know, average for the house. Yep. Right. So if they get 92%, they get like the X house. Like you have to make it a lot because at most they could get 100%. And like, no, the, the house is not going to get 100%. So, like you said, maybe it's like 500 XP for the house per percentage point over 90. That's cool. I like that. I have to think about how that would work with how I've got things set up now because already sort of there for, for mine, right? Their incentive for beating the boss uh, is at, at least a portion of it is that they get additional XP. But I could change that every week because I also said for for the second boss battle, I, I was going to pick 10, 10 students at random to give an item to. Uh, and so I could do an, a reward like that too, and then have an item or something that would, would bonus the XP as well. I like that. Give me some, always give me things to think about. There's so much we can do in boss battles. That's I think why we love talking about them so much. And before the show, we're not going to talk about it cause we're running out of time. But before the show, I was sharing with Jeremy another boss battle idea I had that I spent the entire day on and I was like I don't know if I should do it though I mean it looks cool it's neat it's thematic it's different but at some point like don't we have to give kids like if you learn a game shouldn't you give them a chance to play the same game twice three times four times so that like they can actually strategize the game if I keep changing the game on them (laughs) so but I'm just trying to create all this stuff for this new year. Uh, and so I thought of a different way to do the battle and I kind of wanted to try it, but. Okay. I know, I know we're, we're kind of going back to, to pre-recording everyone. So apologize for that, but we talked about this where I solved that problem, Michael, because we said, well, you'll just give that one as, as the, the assessment or the test, right? Is the, we're, we're going to call it the, like the, the carrot potato, of, potato of knowledge. Oh, this the, time it's going to be the carrot of wisdom. That's right. <laughs> and then you just do your regular boss battle, you know, with your three fate, three, uh, what was the word you used? Uh, three engagements. Rounds. Engagements. Thank you. Your three engagements as, as your review. And then you get two boss battles in a week. I mean, everybody wins in that situation. Everybody wins in that situation. I dig it. I dig it. Well, it is reflection time already. So, you ready for this one? This one comes from Thomas Jefferson. Is he ready? I'm, I'm ready. He's I'm ready. ready. All right. I, I, whatever Jefferson has to say. We'll All right. It. And for those of you that are, are listening to this both in the morning and in the afternoon, that's impressive. I'm, I'm uh, impressed. Two, two reflection times in one day. Here we go. Do you want to know who you are? Don't ask. Act. Action will delineate and define you. That's hmm. a big one. That's a big one. If you need me to repeat it, I will. I mean, you throw the word delineate in there. It's like, whew, whew, blow my mind. <laughs> you know, uh, 
I, I find that to be really true in life, but I think, uh, this, this really makes kind of takes me back to, we were talking about how, uh, how powerful the XP lab community is earlier. Right. And how, um, really they're, they're a bunch of doers and they, they, they come, they share ideas, uh, but then they, they grab those things and they run with them and, uh, it's, it's really, really cool and exciting to see what happens when, when talented, talented educators put these ideas into practice and they, and they get out and they, and they get doing. So that's what it makes me think of. I don't know if I got the, the, that correct or not. But, I think you uh, did. I think you did. But, but I like you, think about. you gave a spin for how us adults can do it. I'm going to give a spin for how this impacts kids. So between the two of us, we got it all. Uh, all right so again the quote is do you want to know who you are don't ask act action will delineate and define you thomas jefferson i think this is really powerful in terms of our students in in light of boss battles in general because to me something that should be fun and should also be like informative in a good way uh, our assessments actually, right? But somewhere in the line of school, we've converted that into something to be fearful of because like, oh, it's, it's gonna hit your grade, it's gonna bother your parents, right? It becomes this thing to be nervous about as opposed to when you sit down to play a video game, you're just like, whatever, I'm going to like try this. And like, yeah, oh, you lose. Like, who cares? Let's load it up again and I'm going to try again. I learned from that mistake. And I, I try to tell my kids like, this is, like you shouldn't fear a test. Like, have you prepared? Like, then stop worrying, put that energy into action and just enjoy it. Like enjoy the experience and learn from the mistakes and grow from it. And so I love this. Like if you really want to know who you are, it is about holding yourself up to those challenges and seeing how you stack up to that challenge. And if you didn't stack up the way you want to stack up, make some changes in your life. Right. And if you did stack up the way you wanted to, like then, you know, still reflect over that so that you can maintain that level and, and maybe even push yourself further. I like that. That's good. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. And I, and I like with gamification, we can start to pull some of that back, hopefully, right. That hopefully we can start to pull back some of the, the, the scariness of an assessment and hopefully try to inject some fun and look at it as a challenge opportunity for growth. And, uh, you know, we can, it, with that, we could begin by changing the name to something as benign as potato of knowledge <laughs> or a carrot of wisdom. That comes from two of my students, Abigail and Eva. They're awesome. And we were talking at recess and they were like, I was like, are you ready for your test? They're like, oh, ooh, I don't, I, whoa, don't like that word. And I was like, well, do you prefer assessment? And they're like, ooh, worse, that hurts. Uh, and I said, well, what would you name it? And they were like, well, how about like, potato like just call it a potato and i was like "Ooh, potato of knowledge dig it and this was like a recess conversation they didn't think i was actually going to do it and then up on our lms i put like you know 
you know, next class you have a potato of knowledge. (laughs) What? He did it. He did it. Uh, So, uh, but then it was kind of funny when I told the rest of the students, because the rest of the students weren't part of that conversation. They were like, why is it a potato of knowledge? And I was like, because it's like some people are afraid of tests. Like, who in this room is afraid of potato of knowledge? And no one raised their hand. I was like, exactly. Exactly. Uh, Let's stick a fork in the potato. It's done. It's done. All right, everybody. Uh, Thank you so much for being part of the well-played community. Coming each and every week. And in this case, some of you came twice today. And that's awesome that you listened to the well-played on your way into work and on your way out of work. If any of you did that, you know, give give us a tweet, give us a, a, a comment on the on on YouTube. We would love to hear that. Uh, as always, I love to hear from you guys. And Jeremy, thank you so much for coming on again two weeks in a row. We love having you. I'm sure you'll be a continual guest, at, you know, moving forward. So thanks a lot. Thank you, Michael. All right, everybody else, you have a great day, and play on. <laughs>